Bernardi, 4,000 feet, uh, speed uh, 180 knots, one double jump. Alyssa and Natalie Fly Girl Kelly, and we are here, and this is Behind the Scenes Episode 2, and we are here to talk about some more of our recordings and kind of tell you what we're doing and where we were when all of these podcasts went down. I'm excited. Um, we just had Christine on last week, and now we can kind of move backwards from, from her and talk about some of the other um, guests that we've had on and just some little tidbits and facts about those people, those individuals, or kind of what led to the podcast or what was going on around them, which I think is always kind of fun to revisit those things. Absolutely. Especially, uh, you know, with Christine, we were in Atlanta for the Aviation Social and with the Traffic Pattern podcast, uh, did an event with Derek and uh, yeah, we used that as an opportunity to hang out with Christine uh, from One Plain Jane. And get her story behind all of her um, background and what she's up to with with her business as well. Yeah, I like to think she flew in from Spain just to see you and I. <laughs> I she did actually. Um, you know, I flew from Illinois, or I flew from like St. Louis area. You flew from Cincinnati. She flew from Spain. And I mean, it was just for a you know nice little girls' weekend before coronavirus happened, right? I know. And remember how cold it was? And I was posting we were going to hot Atlanta and it was freezing cold. Okay. So whatever happens in this episode, we are not re-leaking the video of me jumping in the pool. We're not? <laughs> if that was your plan, you can cancel it now. I think that would be so fun. <laughs> Maybe for you, when I had to run back into the hotel, freezing cold in an outdoor pool... I mean, who knew it was going to be like 30 degrees in Atlanta when we were there? I know. I know. So for people that didn't see the video, what are we talking about? I believe something happened where you bet me $100 to jump in a freezing cold outdoor pool in the middle of <laughs> February and fully clothed at that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, now, I guess you were desperate for money because you did it. <laughs> it was a great scene pool at that. It had a lot of leaves in it. It did, and it yeah. To document it. So that's scary that that video is out there and on your computer right now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was very exhilarating. And I don't think you ever paid me, actually. <laughs> yes, I did. Remember? Oh, I remember now. I remember you having to ride the bull. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Now. That's right. I was like, you have to do it, Natalie. You have to do it. That's right. Yeah. So because I hadn't paid you the hundred dollars, you were like, okay, well, go ride that mechanical bull because we went out after the aviation social event, and first time ever got on a mechanical bull. Have you ever done that? I have. I, I've done it on uh, a bike ride that I did across Iowa one time. And, you know, you got to try it at least once. It looks a lot easier than what it is. I know it does. It looks like it moves slow motion, but it's very challenging. <laughs> it was a little challenging. Yeah. Yeah. So 
but it was a lot of fun. And that was a really fun weekend. We got to go shopping at the mall together, all the girls. And did, wasn't there a scavenger hunt? Something happened. Where, That's right. Um, yeah, we were, there was a lot going on. So I bought some jeans. Remember, I went in that store and was jean shopping. There's videos of us out there with this group of people. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. They were so enamored with our um, beauty and wit. (laughs) (laughs) That they became part of their scavenger hunt somehow. Uh, It was kind of cool, though. Kind of gave me and um, Christine an idea for a scavenger hunt that we were going to do at Sun and Fun. And then Sun and Fun never happened. So it never came to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I got serenaded. You did get serenaded. I think I actually have video of that, so maybe I should pull that out. We could have a yeah, really great video actually, for this episode. I do have that video. I was watching it today when I was putting together editing a video. I was like, oh, and I had the pull video, so. Oh, bam. so you've been <laughs> editing the pull, and uh, I think I have video of the the bowl, so, I mean, we could throw that in there. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Let's put it all in there. I mean... This might have the most hits out of any of our episodes ever. Or it's going to be super confusing. People are going to be like, what? A swimming pool? A bowl? I don't understand. I I don't even know anymore. Yeah, but Christine was really sweet. And that aviation event, I knew nothing about. But, of course, you are Miss Social Butterfly. And you knew all about it. And you were like, hey, I'm going to go to Atlanta. Do you want to go? And I was like, hey, sure. I'd love to go somewhere. Right. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, and, and I it was really. By the time I wanted to commit to going and get a ticket, you know, the tickets were sold out. It was a sold out event, and so hopefully he'll be able to do some more of those events, you know, everywhere. And that was just a really fun get together of aviators, and I met a lot of you know influencers, I guess you could say, there that I had never yeah. met before. So yeah. um, Kim and some other people. So that was that was really fun. Right. We, we met, uh, I met Kylie and some other people. And then, of course, we saw Corey, Fly Corey again there, which was fun. And yeah, it was neat. It's always neat to meet people that you kind of have connected with on like Instagram and stuff and actually meet them in person. Yeah. And it was much more relaxed event. Um, you know, there's not an air show going on, so we didn't have to run five million different places. It was kind of a good environment. So yeah, yeah it was time do you remember the walking in the rain at like 3 a.m in the morning the waffle house House run um it was cold and rainy and my hair and I kind of looked like a drowned rat yeah Yeah, I mean I just posted the picture of me looking like I was going on a safari but then I got to thinking I saw the picture again (laughs) and I was like you told me I look like I was going on a safari because of my jacket but yet you were the one wearing camouflage pants so, I don't so that's know right. we're going on a hunting trip or a safari now, but. And I just bought those pants. I know. There when we went shopping. Hot pants. Yeah, that's all right. I love those pants. So, we could both go on safari, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'd fit yeah. in. That was a really fun weekend. I loved it. We had a lot of. So, yeah, love talking to Christine and hopefully. Um, everyone will enjoy listening to her episode, which was the one previous to this one. She is the owner of One Plane. So 
her stuff. And of course, I don't like it as much as I like mine, but it's still good. <laughs> well, actually, so Dean was kind of, um, I was an ambassador with One Plain Jane before they started, before she bought the company um, from Angela. And so we became friends by um, just association. And so, yeah, so I've been connected to them. They were one of the first companies that I really connected with at Sun and Fun the first year. Um, I had been to an air show, so that was kind of cool. What about Anaya? Have you have you been seeing Anaya's like adventure right now? Like it looks so. Yeah. Cool. They're looking at sailboats to sail, and um, they are in their RV now and traveling cross country. Like they got rid of their apartment. They are on the road, and I, I mean, how freeing! Like I think that would be so freeing to just get rid of everything and go on the road and be able to go sail and fly and adventure. Yeah. It was very interesting talking to her. She's, you know, West coast California girl. I don't think she's from the West coast originally from what I remember, but they wanted to get to the East coast and she has a background as a musician and her husband was a musician and just a very um, interesting person. I think she's probably, how old do you think she was? She was older than, than me, right? Was she? Oh, I'm my age. Bad, I'm a bad judge of age. Um, yeah, I, don't not, I mean, she was just still working on her private pilot's license. So I always think it's cool when someone, you know, that I can kind of relate to and that kind of in the same life uh, time period, I guess, that are embarking on new journeys. And she's obviously doing a lot of that. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Is you know, you can change your life at any stage in life. You just have to choose that. And it's just, it's amazing to me that like somebody would give up everything to change what they're doing to improve their life. And I I think I teeter totter and this weekend being, you know, camping by myself, I kind of realized that one day there might just be this day where I'm like, okay, I've got a switch. I, I know exactly my path and it might happen. But, and to, you know, there might just be some things lingering that I haven't quite figured out back there. But I have, like, kudos to people that just are all in and can make that switch at a, yeah. you know, an older age. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's easy for an 18 or a 20-year-old to follow their dreams of becoming a pilot. But to do that at a later point in life might not be as easy with children or um, expenses or husbands or anything. True. Yeah, I definitely like uh, I'm a bit big uh, podcast listener other than our podcast. I'm always listening to podcasts. Wait, and one of the recent ones. than ours? Yes, I do. My whole life is all about being productive every second of the day. <laughs> so... If I'm walking, that's typically when I'm using, listening to my podcast. So this one in particular I was listening to was all about these people when they reach, you know, you hear this midlife crisis. And, of course, this, like, struck home to me because I kind of went through a whole change when I started flying. And I was in my mid-40s. And you think, you know, what is this midlife crisis? I don't know if this is real, legit. But there's, like, some truth to the fact that the first 40 years – you spend trying to prove yourself and trying to make your place in the world and trying to do all the things that you 
feel like you're supposed to do. And then you hit that point where, okay, now what do I want? Because some people like myself like to constantly achieve things and like to always have something they're working on. And so the next 40 years are typically, there's a shift that people call it a midlife crisis, but there's just a shift at that time in a lot of people's lives where you kind of start reevaluating, okay, now I've done all this. So now what am I going to do? And that's what happened. So we did not mention Anaya does um, website, runs a website called Chicks Who Fly. So I wanted to put that in there, um, check out her website. And we wish all the best to Naya. And I hope I can get on her sailboat one day. I hope so, too. I hope that she's traveling somewhere close and we can hang out or something. That would be super yeah. fun. Okay. And then before Anaya, we talked to Aubrey with Collecting Co-Pilots. Oh, hey, girl, Aubrey. She's like my soul sister. We like, I've been like rocking the double buns lately because of her. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was actually a picture that she posted of like, the back of her head in the cockpit. And I was like, where was I in that picture? <laughs> and I was like, wait, that's Aubrey's post. That's not even, that's not my post. And, and yeah. so I messaged her and I was like, oh girl, I thought your picture was of me from the back, you know? So I just thought, thought it was kind of funny. And she's just really a go-getter and really done something for herself, you know? And I think she's kind of self-made, you know? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a cool story. And um, yeah, that's uh, she's always got these cool pictures of her flying, you know, jets. And um, now, from what I remember, her uh, she does she manage? She kind manages of and yeah, corporate pilot. So pilot. She, okay, yeah. So she does a little bit of everything, and she pays for all of her own training, so that she owns her own you know, self, you know, a lot of, a lot of people will look for these companies to pay for their training in whatever jet that comes, you know, into their lives, uh, you know, and keep them current. But, you know, if, if they're paying $10,000 or $20,000 to keep you current, they're going to want you to stick with them for a year or two years, or you'll have these contracts. And I think with her doing it the way she is, is she's doing her own training and paying for her own training. It pays for itself eventually. And then she's not tied to any one thing. So Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bold. And that's not what people typically do. So that's uh, cool. And she's super friendly. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, with collecting co-pilots, she's really trying to bridge a lot of in one platform, I guess. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of cool that she's. She's such a sweetheart, too. So She is. Uh, um, she's married. She lives in Texas. She's from, was it Wisconsin or Minnesota? I think. I don't know. We'll have to listen to our episode again. Yeah. <laughs> she's from somewhere up there because I was kind of surprised. I thought she was yeah. a Texas She seems girl. like a she Texas She totally acts like a Texas <laughs> girl. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. Cool. Yep. She's always putting out cool content on Instagram, too. She's very creative. So that's cool. Yeah. The other day she baked a cake and decorated it. And I was like, girl. I know. I know. Well, how does she have time for all this? I don't have time for it. I know. Right. I, I, I was thinking the same thing. And I'm like, maybe people say that about us, you know, and it's like, you know, I've found this weekend that I need to get away, you know, from all of the chaos in my brain sometimes and just slow down and 
to be able to process what's actually going on. And, you know, then I got home and I instantly was writing everything down and trying to figure out how to make everything work. And so you were writing things down. I know. (laughs) I actually have notebooks. I just don't write in them, right? I just expect my brain to just function. Hi, it's Chuck from Soaring the Sky, a glider pilot's podcast. Join us each week as we talk to glider pilots from all over the world as they share their story and their adventures in the air. You can find us on your favorite podcast app. I hope you join us soon on Soaring the Sky. Did you ever um, get your closet cleaned out, by the way, during quarantine life? I did. I do have some totes of stuff sitting behind me, if you can see there, that need to go to donation. Yeah, it's a whole carload or two, you know, of stuff. So I good about it. Yeah, I'll feel good about it when it's out of my house. But for a while, they were not open for donations, so I'm still. Oh, that makes sense. Who was the one before Aubrey? Who do we have? It was Captain Val. Oh, Captain Val! You mean the episode that we were supposed to delete some content? We didn't delete the content. Kept talking about it. Yeah, that was talking about she does some maintenance on her airplane and was showing us things that obviously people couldn't see because it's a podcast. And uh, yeah, that was supposed to be edited out and it wasn't. So, yeah, good. You know, we're still learning in this process. It's still a process. This is first season. I don't know when the first season stops, but I think the the first season is still in in motion. And I think we're both learning and adjusting weekly to what we need yeah. to do. And so, uh, but I think it's been good. I think, yeah, the Val episode, she is so sweet. She's from Canada and I thought she was not from Canada. Where, where did you think she was from before you met her? I knew she, cause she has an accent. I knew she was from somewhere that wasn't like English wasn't the primary language. And she's from like, uh, you know, Quebec, like yeah. uh, French part Canada. So and that totally made sense when I found that out. I was kind of like, oh, okay. So that's kind of where that accent comes from. For sure. So when I met, when I guess I heard her for the first time, I was like, who is this woman flying this baron? She is like coming down on us. We were going into triple tree and I swear she was going to like run us over in the baron because she was, you know, going twice as fast as we were in the 172. Yeah. And, uh, but it was so much fun meeting her. And then I saw her with Trevor recently in, uh, Florida. And right. I, I did ask her husband, Eric and her, if they would adopt me. Um, <laughs> I was like, you, guys, you need a what kid. Did they say? And I mean, it's exactly like Val's kid, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric was on board. I think Val was on board too. She just messaged me, I think a couple of days ago asking, when I would be in South Florida next. And I was like, I don't know. When should I be there? <laughs> yeah. She texted me too. Probably the same day. Maybe she was uh, trying did. to get yeah. something together. I don't know. But I think yeah, I've been be able there. to see her a few times since that uh, podcast. Cause I'm like to go to Florida quite a bit. And she's always been really friendly and reaching out. I remember the first time I met her, we were at Oshkosh last year and she had sent me a message telling me where she was and was trying to, you know, meet me. And then uh, Mindy, Schmindy, 
Um, is it Lynn Times? Is that her last name? There in the same tent working at the Textron building or whatever you call those big, huge, giant tents there. And it was really nice. She's just she's really good at connecting people as well. And, you know, she's doing all these YouTube videos now with Steve-O. And she kind of wants to do her own thing, I think, in the future. She'd like to learn more about doing the videos. So I think it's really cool and, and great that she's into that. Yeah, I think she's a very proficient, very um, up-to-date pilot. I think they really strive um, for safety. And, you know, she did some training, um, the sim training and all of that. I think that's really awesome. And I think what she stands for is really um, that. And her husband's very supportive. And I believe he's a pilot as well. But, yes, I believe he's a pilot as well. But I think she's primarily their pilot. When they got married, like she started flying later in life too. So they got married and I don't know if I'm telling this in the right order. So Valerie, if you're listening, I'm sorry. This is kind of what my memory is helping me recall. Maybe they were dating and they both started talking about how they wanted to be pilots. And her podcast, she talks about um, how he came home one day and was like, Hey, I'm going to take flying lessons. She's like, I've always wanted to learn how to fly, you know, okay. so yeah. that's how yeah. they got started, yeah. I have a gorgeous plane. I mean, I love that plane. It's so fast. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, when we were in Florida with Trevor, they were looking at another plane. I can't remember what the plane was, but it was much bigger and faster, and it was another twin, but I can't remember what it was, yeah. but it was pretty cool, and, you know, Eric was asking all these questions to the pilots and the owners, and I was like, just please adopt me. I will (laughs) cook and clean and do whatever you say. (laughs) Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, I know that her neighborhood. So I visited her in her neighborhood one time. They live in a flying community just near Daytona Beach. I think it's Delray Beach. And is that right? Yeah. It's really, it's this really long 5,000 foot grass strip. And there's two runways i think one's three thousand one's five thousand uh never taken off or landed on a grass strip when i flew with her for the first time and the neighborhood did i tell you the story like that's where the uh drug kind of not smugglers but the the movie american made that tom cruise was in did you see that movie by the way yeah Yeah. that neighborhood was the neighborhood that the real guy lived in when he got all like rich from taking drugs down to was it South America or something? Yeah. And apparently a lot of people lived in that neighborhood were doing that. And it became a big like DEA kind of was on the, like watching that neighborhood for a long time. So that was really cool. And she showed me the house that he lived in and everything. That was a really, it's a really nice community because the lots are nice and big and they all have hangers and everything. It was neat. And they have a place in Georgia as well at Heaven's Landing. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere, but beautiful runway and just kind of a small town local. I've heard that it's really um, an interesting spot. I'd like to go there sometime. Yeah, let's go. You think they'd let me in? (laughs) I think we would just be like, I'm sorry, we thought Val invited us. Right. <laughs> she mentioned it one time. She mentioned it. 
<laughs> here one time. Okay, so then before that was Kim Metris. Remember about Kim? Kim, um, they have a 140, correct? I believe so, yeah. Yep, tail dragger. I saw her flying the other day and getting proficient, and um, she was doing some crosswind landings and things, and that's really important in the uh, tail wheel for sure to to know your abilities and to right. keep those tail wheel for sure. Have you flown tail wheel since you got your endorsement? I have actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to be kind of proficient because it had been a while and it's probably like a month, maybe two months ago. I was like, you know, I need to go up in the cub and had rented the cub and then had the guy that gave me my tail wheel endorsement fly with me because I just wasn't comfortable. It had been well since, October maybe since I'd flown. So it'd been like four or five months and I was like, I don't want to go by myself, but um we did a couple of flights in it. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. she's a professor, you know? Yeah. She's so smart. I mean yeah. and I think her and her husband want to someday open a school and maybe run an FBO and she's big into uh tailwheel and would like to learn aerobatics and teach aerobatics at some point in her career so she's got some pretty cool dreams yeah I think that's really cool like just her story of traveling and I can't remember where she was Africa remember yeah and there and flying out and that's kind of where she did a lot of flying but she wasn't flying she was just you know going to these remote locations and you know studying and doing her job and then it kind of became something she was interested in and I think that's really neat just because it came to her in a different way and now she made that a part of her life. And I think that's really cool. And um, I'm interested to see what they end up doing with all of it, because I think she's a very smart woman and is going places for sure. So that's right. And she has her French husband. I know. And he spoke French. Right. I mean, like, come on. All we need is accents in our life. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't remember his name though. He's just a French husband. That's all. Right. <laughs> the French husband. <laughs> yeah. Now she was uh, one of my scholarship winners. So that's kind of how you guys connected. Yeah. How we connected. I think it was my second one that, that we gave away. Yeah. And she was a winner. So that's how I got to know her. And I thought she's very professional, you know, like this big professor and, very it was cool that she was so into flying tailwheel and she's from South Carolina or she lives in South Carolina so kind of had that southern thing going on I wish I would have applied for your scholarships before we came became friends because now that I am good friends and I guess partners in podcast I can't win anything and it really <laughs> I guess when I have my upcoming scholarship and things, you're going to be disappointed because you can't win either. Because you're, yeah, yeah. You're, your foundation. Should, should, should have had a, some kind of reciprocal agreement about that in some way. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's great that we can share aviation in the way that we do and meet so many awesome people and connect. And, but uh, yeah, I, I get a little bummed sometimes because I guess when you're at this, like, I would, I don't even like to call myself this, but when you're at this influencer status, you know, uh, you or I or whatever, 
I feel like if you win something, you're you're kind of like a fraud. Or like I feel like people are like, well, that was rigged, so she won it, you know. Uh, um, so so I, you enter all these like giveaways and things, or no? I don't get. I don't enter anything. Like I will tag people in things. Like I will tag you and Sandra and some girls, but like. I don't ever like I'll go and like everything and tag everybody, but I, I usually never follow through on like all of the things you're supposed to. Like yeah. I want people to see the post and people to get the posts out, but I usually don't follow through because I feel like if I win it, they'll think that it was somehow. Oh, okay. So, yeah. and, and just because I have a lot of connections, I don't like, I don't know. I just, I don't want people to think that it was rigged or anything. So right. I just usually take myself out of the equation, which is a bummer sometimes because I'm like, man, that scholarship would be really nice. But (laughs) with your scholarships, it's been I was on the board to help read the scholarships, And, you know, so you had no part in it, you know, like really, you know, it's we were reading. And I think when I do the scholarship giveaway, I think I'm going to have them write essays but I'm not going to look at them and then I'm going to have somebody give me a few back and then I, I don't want to see yeah. any names on them because if there's names on them and I've seen that name then I right yeah my or challenging um and you know Captain Val was actually on that committee too during this last um thing and was Sandra I don't think so. was Sandra on that committee okay and yeah it's hard it's tough and especially when you see the names and you're like oh I know that person I know it's and like then, yeah somebody, there was somebody in my group that I knew and I think I had messaged her and I was like oh I see you applied for this scholarship and I'm glad I said something because she was like yeah I I just received another scholarship through women in aviation or something and she's like I don't think you're allowed to win dual scholarships that is given through the same oh, okay. um, organization. So she, yeah. So she, like I don't want to take anything away from somebody else. And I thought that was really kind of her. So yeah. well to just remove her from the equation. And that was, that's hard for me. So I don't like to see names or anything. So, so yeah, the whole scholarship thing, that's a whole nother um, subject we could get into yeah. <laughs> probably on one of our podcasts. We should talk about scholarships. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned Sandra. She was yeah. our, our first podcast, and she just yeah. bought a Cherokee 180. It is beautiful. Yeah, and, yeah, and we're going to go see her, right? Yeah. No, we're going to go. I, she might be coming to Vegas to see me for my birthday. Oh, fun. Yay. She can fly over? Yeah. She mapped it the other day, and so she's like, if I have the time off and whatever, yeah. she's going to try to fly over, which would be really awesome. Um to hang out and yeah, I'll be, um, 29 again. And yeah. for the third right. time or fourth, I don't even know. Third time. After about 25, you kind of stop keeping up with it. Kind of. <laughs> I realized today that I worked for this company and that was half of my life ago. Wow. Pretty, pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I think Sandra is going to be, um, she might be off. I mean, she's been doing some charter trips or, uh, you know, she's a corporate uh, flight attendant, but her main client has been staying put with coronavirus going on. She's been doing some other charter trips um, through her company. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. I knew she'd still been tra- 
family, yeah. but I didn't know it was not with her usual family. No, her well, I think it's some of her usual family, and they've been kind of moving family members around, but not them specifically. She's still getting paid. I believe she's on like a salary or of some sort. So um, she still has to take calls when they do call. So, uh, but that's been good that she's, she's still been able to work through all of this. And I'm really excited. She got a puppy and Piper. Yeah. So makes sense that she has a dog named Piper and she has a Piper Cherokee 180 and has hooker harnesses in it. A lot of non-aerobatic airplanes don't um, have our belts, but it's really fun when they do. Uh, yeah. See it, I get really excited. So. Yeah. So did you know that when I went out to California last year, I, she and I actually had lunch. Did you know that? I got to see her play. Went to the Bleat Beach or something. Um, I was in LA area. She lives in Long Beach and we set up a lunch. I think it was Indian food from what I remember. It was really good. And then it was a cute little area there that, you know, I don't know anything about California, but of course the weather was beautiful and I went and checked out her cute little apartment and she's right there like by the water. It was just picturesque. I'm jealous. I've never been out there yet. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to plan a trip out there um, July. Actually, there's a few people that I want to meet out there, and I'm hoping that that'll work out. So, you know, like Eagle Driver is in that area, and then I have another friend out there. Yeah, so there's a few. And then Julie with uh, Soaring Academy has reached out, and she wants me to come check out their glider school. Okay, so coming with you. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that would be so cool. I would love to go up in a glider. Have you ever been in a glider? Yeah, I was actually going to start my glider um, last year. And uh, my instructor ended up taking a different job and moving uh, bases. So he moved. I'm still interested. And there's a club near St. Louis. And yeah, so I'm still interested in it. It was a lot of fun. It's like so quiet and like calm up there in a glider it's just yeah it's really great so yeah I'm looking forward to to doing that maybe we can do a podcast with her with Julie yeah we should do that we can we can make it a work trip work trip perfect (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay well that was fun kind of recapping all of that anything else you want to add or we want to Wrap it up so we can get ready for our next podcast. Yeah, I can't wait to see what's next. We've had a great season of uh, ladies on our podcast this year. And I guess this isn't the end of our wrap up season. But um, yeah, we just wanted to recap some things. And hopefully uh, we have some new exciting ones coming up. So, (laughs) no, we do. We've got some some people um, that we're going to talk to. And if you have not subscribed please subscribe. You can download the uh, Cockpits and Cocktails podcast on your favorite podcast supplier. I prefer Apple myself, but I know there's other things, Podbean, and um, I don't even know all of them, all the all the places. I'm not sure. And if there's something you want to hear uh, us talk about, then send us a message on, you know, through social media or something, and we will do our best to make that happen. Yeah. Thanks for listening and we'll see you guys back soon. That's right. Cheers. Cheers.
You've been listening to Cockpits and Cocktails with your hosts Natalie, Fly Girl Kelly, and Fly Alyssa. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and join us next time for a lively discussion on aviation, aerospace, the air travel industry, and all things flight related. Aerospace and the air travel industry. Let it go to my head, I should let it slide.